0: Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dierker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. So you want to go out and meet some women. That probably means you're going to have to learn how to flirt. But the problem is that you're an introvert. So that means you're doomed, right? Well, unfortunately, a lot of the dating and attraction advice out there right now is geared towards extroverted guys. So it can be easy for introverted guys to feel like there's nothing they can do. But in truth, introverted guys can do just as well as their extroverted counterparts. In fact, introverts have a couple of secret superpowers that help them immensely in social interactions with women that you probably don't even know about. Want to find out what those are? Keep watching to find out. The first thing I want to do is talk a little bit about what an introvert is and isn't in truth. Because a lot of people, they assume that introverts are shy and have social anxiety. Whereas actually the two are not the same thing at all. Unfortunately... A large number of introverts are also shy and have social anxiety because as an introvert, you, ge- you generally don't have the amount of social experience that your extroverted counterparts do. So growing up as a kid, as an introverted kid, you didn't expose yourself on purpose as much to social interactions. This distinction is important because we've found with a lot of research over many, many decades that if you were born an introvert, you were going to die an introvert. If you're born an extrovert, you're going to die an extrovert. You can't change between being an introvert and an extrovert. Fortunately, you can be a shy teenager or a shy guy in his 20s or a shy guy in his 30s or a shy guy in his 40s and learn to be a lot less shy, learn to overcome social anxiety completely. That is a thing that's been demonstrated by researchers time and time again. So what actually causes an introvert to be an introvert? Well, it's actually a physiological thing and it has to do primarily with your response to dopamine. You see, Introverts and extroverts have exactly the same amount of dopamine in their bodies, but it's the way that their neurochemistry causes them to respond to this hormone that really determines the difference between the two. You see, uh, an extrovert walks into a loud, like, banging club, and all that noise and all that hustle and bustle, the thought of talking to girls, the thought of potentially getting rejected, it creates this excitement, right? This anticipation of what's to come. And the dopamine levels get really high. For an extrovert, that feels exciting, that's thrilling, that's exhilarating, that's the feeling of about to hop onto a roller coaster. So, to be around really heavily social environments is exciting for an extrovert. For an introvert, they don't respond so well to high levels of dopamine. In fact, they can very easily feel overstimulated by high dopamine levels. So an introvert will find themselves in this kind of hypersocial environment and very quickly they'll start to to get wound out. They'll start to feel strung out, overstressed, they'll get tired and exhausted because they're just overstimulated by the high levels of dopamine and they'll want to get out of that sooner rather than later. Instead, introverts tend to rely on a brain chemical known as acetylcholine, which is uh, produced a lot more when we spend time thinking deeply about things, looking inward, focusing on really deep topics. Um, This kind of thing releases a lot more acetylcholine, and that's what introverts enjoy a lot. So that's why you tend to find introverts really loving the one-on-one conversations. They love to get engrossed in a really great book, think deeply about life, just spend time alone thinking. Whereas extroverts don't enjoy that at all because they don't really enjoy that experience to nearly the same degree. So how can you really tell if you're a shy extrovert Or if you're an introvert, what's the difference? What is, how can you really know quickly? Well, there's a simple question you can ask. And the question is this, if I go to a party with friends, with good friends, and there's five or six of us at a table, would you most enjoy talking as a large group with everyone at the table? Or would you most enjoy picking off one of your friends at that table next to you to just have a really great one-on-one deep and meaningful conversation? What would excite you and fill fill you with more energy? That's a really simple question to ask that that generally helps you clearly define which you are. Now, extroversion and introversion is a spectrum. I am towards the center. I'm slightly introverted. I'm not strongly. I'm just slightly introverted, Um, which means that if I go to a party with a group of people, I still would rather spend time having a couple of really close D&M conversations with friends than trying to entertain the whole table. I was lucky I grew up in a household where I was taught to engage with large numbers of people. I was taught to be a public speaker. It's, that was my sort of background. My mum was a public speaking teacher, so I learned that. But it ties me out. It wears me out. If I go to a party with people, I only want to spend a couple of hours if there's a lot of people around before I'm tired and just want to go home. Whereas if you're an extrovert, you'll be at a party with a bunch of people and you'll want to stay until that party's over because it's consistently exciting. It gives you energy rather than saps energy away from you. Now, as I said in the beginning, introverts do have a couple of really great superpowers. They're really great at a couple of things. First of all, introverts are fantastic at one-on-one conversations. Um, They're really great at locking in with a person and and once you get past the first few minutes of a conversation, you really lock into interesting chats with people and people find you genuinely interesting on -on one-on-one interactions. Extroverts tend to struggle here. They much prefer entertaining a large group than having that one-on-one conversation. Often, they 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 can't as easily get into deep conversations and connect with people. Number two is that introverts, because they tend to be much more low energy, and because they tend to be uh, they're a little, they, ha- they have less social polish. What happens is they tend to be much better at sliding under the radar and uh, building a lot of trust and comfort with women very quickly introverts are fantastic at this because of their nature extroverts on the other hand they come in hot and loud and brash and while they're fun to be around and they're instantly entertaining women often struggle to trust them so extroverts really struggle with the trust and rapport part of interactions Which leads me to point three, which is that introverts are just so great at building rapport. I mean, they're so much better, like organically, naturally, than their extroverted counterparts really connecting with women. So this is important because you need to realize where your strength is, because that's what you're going to rely on to to attract women. You're not going to try to play an extrovert's game. You're going to play an introvert's game, and that's how you're going to win. Right, so what does an introvert have to do to become much better at flirting than his extrovert counterparts? Well, the first thing I'll say is this. As much as you're going to hate hearing this as an introvert, the one skill you're really going to have to get your head around is small talk and having engaging small talk conversations. Now, there are a lot of really fantastic strategies. I talk about them in my courses. I talk about them in some of my other videos. But that is a skill you're going to have to master. It's a thing you're not going to enjoy. One thing that I say to a lot of introverts is if you want to start to get better with women, start to... Um, more consistently get yourself in environments where you're meeting new people regularly, right? Start going to salsa classes or start going to um, life drawing classes, start going to meditation classes, start going to anywhere where you're going to meet new people so that you're you're starting to get a lot more small talk experience. It doesn't just have to be with women because once you've got a little bit of that under your belt, you're going to do a lot better um, talking to women because you just need to get through those first few minutes before you can start building connection and rapport and using your strength. Number two, Unlike your extroverted counterparts and a lot of dating advice out there, when you enter a group of girls, you're talking to a group of girls, you need to, as quickly as possible, focus on getting them aside. So having a conversation with just one of them. Now, it doesn't mean you have to pull a girl away from all her friends. It means that when you go into interactions, one of the things that's really powerful for you to do is twist your body slightly so that when a girl's facing you to talk to you, she's facing away from her friends. This slight little shift will... Push the conversation to not be a group conversation. Her friends won't be able to hear you as well. And it'll be much more about one-on-one interaction. And that's where you're in your strength. Because if you're stuck talking to a large group, you're always going to feel like a fish out of water. And that's not where you're going to be playing to the part of attraction where you're going to do your best work. Number three, remember I said that your strength is that women were going to trust you and feel really comfortable around you really quickly. That is fantastic. That's such a massive benefit to you. Extroverts struggle with that, and I I spend a lot of time working with extroverts, trying to help them connect with women. But the fact that you do that so quickly and so easily makes you prone to falling into the friend zone and looking like a friend. To combat that, you're going to need to make sure that you give, you make very clear that you're hitting on a woman. So that means giving compliments. It means flirtatious teasing and banter needs to be in there to make clear that this, I'm not a friend, I'm a guy who likes you, right? Some really well-chosen compliments. You know, a woman tells you that, uh, I don't know, she's here from Brazil and she's just traveling around. She's always wanted to visit Australia. I might say to her, you know what? I really, I think it's really, it's a really sexy feature in a woman that'll just like go to a brand new country. She doesn't know anyone, but she's confident enough to say, I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to have this adventure all on my own. I find that really, I find that really cool. A compliment like that, when you give women like well-chosen compliments, making clear that you like them, Making clear that you're interested in them is important, or you will end up in the friend zone. That's it's one of the things that you need to be careful about as an introvert, uh, much more so than an extrovert. Number four, when it comes to deciding where you're going to meet women and how you're going to meet women, play to your strengths. So if you're if you're a really strong introvert, I, I would suggest maybe not going out to bars and clubs so much, you know, or going to much quieter like lounge bars places with lower music or night, uh, or, or bars and clubs that have outdoor areas with much lower music volumes. I know a lot of them around Sydney. I know plenty of them in New York and Melbourne as well. There are lots of great places like that. But choose your venues wisely. If you're going to choose hustle, bustle, packed venues to try to meet women, you're always going to be out of your element. I'll alternatively, try day game or start going to more events like quieter events like um, bushwalking groups or like I've mentioned this before, meditation groups or yoga groups or... Things where there's still women around, there's people around, but the, 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 the hustle, the bustle, the hubbub, the stuff that, that raises your dopamine level super high as an introvert and, and overwhelms you won't be there as much because then you're going to be much more, again, in your element. It's playing to your strengths rather than your weaknesses. Number five, whereas a lot of dating advice focuses on telling you to be an entertainer because extroverts are really great entertainers. You're instead going to be putting all your energy on connection because you're going to be a connector. You're going to be the person who really connects with people. I do the same thing in my interactions. Now, I'm not suggesting that you can't entertain at all. You must be able to have a little bit of teasing, a little bit of banter, be fun in your interactions. But the more introverted you are, the more, the harder that's going to be. So you're going to have to learn to do it a little bit. But you, again, you're going to do only as much as is, is, is basically necessary to, to create a little bit of fun in the interaction. And then you're gonna shift to connecting. So the extrovert's gonna, f- gonna stay on entertaining for a long time and do as little connection as possible. You're gonna do as much connection as possible and as little entertaining as possible because again, you're playing to your strengths. And number six, and this is probably the most important one, and I to me, uh this is this is one of the most like groundbreaking like realizations for a lot of introverts that I work with and it was a big one for me even though I'm only a slight introvert it was massive realization and that's this stop trying to pick up extroverted women there is so much literature out there and research that shows a massive incompatibility uh, not just sexually but like like socially between introverts and extroverts any extroverted woman you you start trying to flirt with, you are never going to feel like you can connect with her. She's never going to feel like you're her kind of guy, right? It's it's not going to work. I mean, it's not going to work without you doing everything you can to be, pretend to be something you're not, right? And along the way, she's going to drive you nuts. Now, the world is full of really hot introverted women. Like Like, your looks don't Play a role in your your real trait, extroversion, introversion, right? There's plenty of hot introverted women. The problem is, although the reason why guys get confused here is, extroverted women tend to put a lot more energy into getting noticed socially. So when you're at and about at a bar, or a club, or a party, or out during the day, you are more likely to notice the extroverted women because they're working harder to get the attention, not just of men, but women as well, right? So they stand out more, so you tend to notice them. If you focus on women who are extroverted, the party goals, all that kind of stuff, and that's not who you are, it's never going to work. That's a terrible strategy. Once you start focusing on women who are more introverted like you are, a similar degree of introversion to you, again, it's a spectrum, you're going to suddenly find it's much easier and more enjoyable to flirt with them, more enjoyable to connect with them. You're going to have much more rewarding conversations and dates and you know everything's going to flow much more easily. Now, I have, in case you're really wondering how much of an introvert you are, how much of an extrovert you are, I've got an entire um, bespoke personality test. It'll actually test 16 different aspects of your personality based on Ray- Raymond Cattell's 16 personality factor. Um, it's a highly regarded personality profiling test. I hi- Check it out. I'll put up a link up here in the corner, down in the comments below. Um, this is the test you want to take to work out what are your strengths and weaknesses with women. I'm going to give you a complete rundown at the end of the test so you can see what are really the aspects of your flirting abilities that that are going to be most um, affected by your personality profile. That's it and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.